Welcome to the From Hustle to Wealthy podcast, where we are all about helping you transitioning from the endless grind to a life of wealth and freedom. I'm your host, Polina Roach, and alongside me is my co-host, Mark Robinson. Are you tired of the hustle and looking for proven strategies to achieve financial freedom and reclaim your life? Well, you're in the right place. Each week, we will bring you actionable insights, expert interviews, and real-world strategies to help you streamline your business for profits and time freedom, and to help you build your perfect portfolio so you can reclaim your life. Let's dive in and start building the life you've always dreamed of, the life you deserve to live. How are we? Hi, guys. (laughs) Welcome to the Hustle to Wealthy (laughs) podcast. The Mark, LA studio, LA studio, the Mark and Paulina show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are super excited to be here today. We're going to talk about does money bring happiness? Yes, episode over. Episode over. See you on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean, it's a uh, how many times have you heard that over your, over your, over your lifetime? Well, I hear more about like it's more the money doesn't bring you happiness. Yeah, right. I hear more than money will bring you happiness. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good, good one. Yeah, no, most people, and I'm like, I wonder if the money doesn't. Well, money doesn't buy happiness. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, money doesn't buy happiness. I swear, the guy who wrote the book was broke at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I remember a friend of mine. She, I don't know whether she coined it or not, but I heard it from her. She went, um, "Money doesn't buy you happiness, but I'd rather cry in a Mercedes." <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I agree that money doesn't buy you happiness, right? Or doesn't bring you happiness. But it damn sure makes it easier. It, it allows you to have choices. And I think, you know, we spoke about uh, in, in an earlier episode about, you know, the choice you had. Do you, you either missed out on your boat trip at Garda? Is it Garda? Lake Garda, yeah. Lake Garda, right? And we had a similar incident, uh, a similar sort of story so you know i've always wanted to go to stonehenge um i always wanted to go in the middle of stonehenge and uh this is going about 10 years ago now and what happened was um billy goes oh you're not allowed in the middle of stonehenge anymore and well i'm gone yeah Yeah, right and she goes no there's there's guards there right and i look and they're a little bit fatter than me so i said i'll be able to get around them i'll I'll still get in the middle (laughs) She goes, you're going to get fined. She goes, how much? She goes, oh, 500 pounds. I said, I'll pay it. (laughs) Well, that's how dedicated I was to getting into the middle, right? So I knew that, yeah, good chance I was going to get in trouble. I may may not have been able to get around the garden stuff. So what Billy did, which I'm so grateful she did, was she researched what, you know, were there any tours? And then we ended up getting a private tour and it was 550 pounds for the, the six of us or something, right? So not only was it, it was only 50 pounds dearer than the fine, right? But we were actually allowed in there and we were happy. I was happy. Billy was happy. She didn't have to bail me out, right? The kids were happy because they didn't have to see their dad getting dragged away from <laughs> in handcuffs. <laughs> and I'm happy telling the story, right? So it can buy you happiness and at least gave us those choices to decide, do we want to get arrested or to be where we want it to be absolutely on a more serious <laughs> note yeah right um like i think the big thing that uh, to consider is when you think about like the uh, what is it um hierarchy of needs by 
Moslo or like I'm really bad with names, so apologies. But the hierarchy Maslow. Maslow. The yeah. pyramid, not the, the pyramid scheme, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But like when you are when you look at like your needs, right? And you like the, the like security, um having enough like a house, food, shelter, yeah. shelter, all that kind of stuff. If you're in the space where you don't have it money that money uh, like happiness, like I know that there's plenty of people who are have nothing and are happy, right? Genuinely, and I get that. But in reality, like that puts such a stress on your uh, on your body, on your health, on your uh, nervous system, on your relationships, on everything. That finding joy and happiness in the little things is incredibly hard when you're in that stage where you are not feeling yeah. secure, right? So if you go and say, does money bring happiness? It might not give you like the inner joy if you are, you've got trauma and you haven't dealt with it and you're like a miserable human being in the first place for whatever reason. <laughs> and, and you're a miserable human being in the first place. Right, even if nothing happened to you and you're just a miserable human being, right? You're you're never gonna be happy. Stop right? it. <laughs> never say never. We talked about open mindedness and you can yeah. So here's a while we laugh and joke about this, here's a story, right? Um about thirty like I had a very trauma like trauma for childhood and this is a little bit vulnerable story, but when I went into my 20s and I was like in the career, I was a general manager of a company with 130 staff, uh, you know, like I was living the life that everyone goes, but you are a success story. I was so depressed I couldn't get out of bed. So there was actually a moment where my husband had to ring the board of directors and say to them, Paulina is not coming in. And I was this sack of misery on my beanbag and I didn't say a word for a whole week. I didn't eat, I didn't drink, I didn't say anything. And uh, Tara was like, I don't actually know what's going on. Like, like I don't know what she's upset about, how it's working, right? And like, I suffered d depressions really badly. Mm. So when I jokingly say, you know, if you're miserable in the first place, I come from a place of love and care going, you know, like if you have, if you have a mental state where you have, you suffer depressions, right? Like I'm not taking away from this. You, it will be hard to feel joy if you're not dealing with this stuff. Oh, for sure. Right? But um, so when I say this jokingly, I don't mean to offend anyone in any shape or form because I've been through that process of being a miserable human being. <laughs> Yeah, but you said from the start. From the start. That's what made me laugh. Yeah. Right? Right. But okay. You're born a miserable human being. That's the miserable human being. That's what made me laugh. I have a couple but, of those in my family. Yeah. So, you know, they were born miserable. But yeah. that's a different story. And I'm not going to delve into this just in case they're yeah. listening in. So, anyway, so if you like, l let's put that emotional stuff to the side, right? If you have your security, like if you you don't have the security levels met, it is really hard to find joy in in that space. Yeah. Right. Uh, apart from you, I remember you tell tell the story about you going to the supermarket and laughing about the fact that you couldn't pay pay for the for the groceries. Go on. Sure. Because <laughs> only you find joy in that space. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a pregnant wife at the time. You know, so. Yeah, look, so we, um, we were building our business, guys, and, uh, you know, I knew that things were 
just around the corner. Uh, we were things were going to change, but you know, we everything that you've probably heard us speak about, right? I poured all our money back into the business. I knew things were going to change. It's just next week, just next week. And what happened was we, you know, we just went to go just do our normal groceries, you know, for the week. And um, we had a two-year-old at the time and Billy was pregnant with uh, with our second one. And we had, we got to the counter and we had no money. How you know? did Billy react? Well, we had, we had no credit cards and we tried all of them. Right? I think we had literally all of them, you know, at the time. We had no cash. We had nothing in our savings account. And we had to leave the groceries there, right? So we, you know, we had to explain to the little our little daughter like why she couldn't have whatever the hell it was, like a, a nightclub cross bun or a freaking lolly or some bloody thing. And um, you know, we got outside and I was just smiling, you know, and I had a big grin on my face and Billy's like hormonal as it's not the right way to say it. I know that, you know, and I'm not gonna apologize if someone gets offended on that, unlike someone. And um, you know, just Wanted to know why I was smiling, you know? And I went, babe, we're at the bottom. There's nowhere else but up, right? And she still didn't find it that amusing at the I'm time. I'm pretty right? sure it's like 18 <laughs> years since that happened. And yeah. every time she tells the story, she's still not very impressed. No, she's not happy at all, right? No. So, but, you know, that's, I think. I reckon in that moment, if you had money in, in your credit card, that would have brought her joy and happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I remember years ago, right? I used to listen to this tape record, like a like a tape. Yeah. Remember those things? Not CDs. It yeah. was a tape, right? And it was from a guy called John Kehoe. And he used to tell this story and he used to go about if you wanted to be happy, be happy. You know, so and and he would go, you know, you have the choice to be happy. So what I liked about it, and there was a number of lessons, and I remember because I used to um see this girl who was about an hour's drive out of Auckland. So I used to listen to it on the way there and on the way back, right? So there was two hours. And I didn't even know I was doing personal development, just so you know. I just found this tape from a, a, a mate of mine's his, uh, older brother. So, and I would have been 19, 20, around, so 21, I think it was. So I started doing personal development by accident more than anything. And he just, John Keir would tell these stories around like that. And he used to go, if you wanted to be happy, be happy. You could be at a funeral and most people would want to cry and be emotional and all that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you're choosing to be that, yeah. right? So I've always had, even in some of the most stressful times in our business, uh, you know, when we had no money, like I just said, right? I chose to be happy because, well, I look back and that's because what this dude, John Keogh said, right? It was my choice. You know, brainwashed from the start. Yeah, right. So, you know, can, you know, uh, money bring happiness? Um, you know, you are, it's your choice, right? It can bring whatever you want it to bring. Well, and I think that you've got a good point here. So, like, people attach an emotion to money, right? Like, if you get a bill in, you get upset. If you don't have enough money to pay the bill, even worse. If there's um, um, money coming in that is unexpected you get the endorphin rush right of excitement and joy like the faster you realize that money is just a tool yeah. it doesn't have actually any energy and this is the fascinating thing the piece of paper or the card or whatever has actually zero energy the energy comes from the emotion you attach to it so it's either 
joy, like good energy or bad energy. So when you're thinking about money, right, you like it, you could you could be making millions, and if you have a negative mindset towards it, it yeah. will make you miserable and not happy, right? Or you could be literally, you know, on your last ten dollars and just appreciate that you have those ten dollars. Yeah. And then that will make you happy. So it's not actually money that will give you anything, good, bad, ugly, otherwise. It is our internal emotional state. But money makes it easier for us to uh, experience moments, right? Or like pay for those experiences that might bring you happiness or joy. Yeah, or just cool memories, yeah. So what does it mean? Money brings you joy, right? Money brings you happiness. <laughs> That's the outcome to this. Wow, <laughs> you know, like like our friend says, she'd rather cry in a Mercedes, right? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you need to decide for yourself what, or even ask yourself the question: What is your money belief system? Yeah. What is like where? Uh, what what are your thoughts around money? Are they good or they bad? Think about like how did you how were you brought up in in childhood? Like, how was your first job? Like, what did you do with the money? Like, for me, I'm very lucky in my family. Uh, money talk around the table was all that we did. Like, we even laugh and joke about this, that my father is so into the conversation of money that it doesn't matter what you talk about. It is actually only like a two to three minute conversation away from how much it costs. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> so it's always been like so much. When I was a teenager, we made a fun uh, drinking game out of it. We were literally sitting there listening, like having a conversation with our mates. And then our mates and I, my mate and I were like, okay, how long will it take him? And we would like give a number, right? Like three minutes, five yeah, minutes. Yeah. And whoever was closer, closer one and the other person had, had the, a drink. Had the skull. Right? Yeah. So we had a great, so I've always had great conversations around money, right? But I also like, my parents always installed in me that you, it, hard work you know you had to put in the time put physical hard time into it scribble everything away into a savings account so when i first came into the world of investing and into the world business right i wore the it as a badge of honor that i worked 100 hours a week and then i got a paycheck of this right because that's what i was educated the harder i work the harder the more money i make right yeah but they were all emotions that were installed in me belief systems since I was a little kid, right? Yeah, wow. So now I have a conversation with my dad and my dad is like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, well, I watched the Bitcoin price go up and down. Yeah. <laughs> That's another fun story, right? And yeah. he goes, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, my my income is no longer attached to the time that I'm putting into it. To the hours. At, yeah, the hours. And I no longer have an emotional connection to money in regards to like, is it good, bad or otherwise, I literally look at it and go, what, it's my choice. What do I want to feel about it? Yeah, I reckon that wouldn't be a bad episode. We're only talking about valuing your time. What's it worth it? What's it worth to you? I love, <laughs> like, not this episode, but it is something, I love that conversation because mm. I have so many, especially older business owners who go, oh, I couldn't do this. Like, I don't have the skill set. And then I go, how long have you worked in your profession? And they go, 40 years. And I'm like, okay, 40 years. Did you work full time 40 years? And they're like, yep. And I'm like, go 40 years times 52 weeks or, 
you know, 48 weeks, whatever it is. And then I'll times this by 40 hours. Yeah. And then like, this is how many hours you specialize in your profession. So now tell me, why wouldn't you be the perfect expert to share this, right? Yeah. Um, but there's just, yeah, they, especially the, the older generation, right, older than you. Yeah, and then you go the other spectrum, right? The younger yes. generation who think they're worth a million dollars an hour from the get go. What's the What's the girl <laughs> called that makes like TikTok movies uh, videos and makes like millions out of uh, like just going ice cream, ice cream, ice cream? Yeah. Ice cream. We talked about oh it. Oh god, other. that was so horrible. Yes. Yeah. So she her she's looking like a what is like a pixie or something. pixie or something and so, continuously saying ice cream ice cream and that makes her like yum, millions yum of dollars yum yum yum, yum 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 ice cream yeah so um anyway so think about your belief system around money um consider the, the fact that money isn't good or bad but what you make it right yeah and that you should appreciate money for what it is it's a tool to either get you opportunities to be like things that you can do, you know, like experiences, choices, that you can purchase, and... choices um, the needs, right? Like meeting your needs. So um, it definitely, uh, but the other thing I want to say about money is money is a tool which like should shift with energy, right? So never keep it to yourself because the more you keep it, the less comes. I don't know how this, like this might be another episode to unpack this, but it is very much like a tool that should be, moved around and from A to B, right? That's, right. that's yeah. what it's designed Controlling it for sure. Yeah. yeah. You want to make sure you're in control of it. Making money is easy, keeping it's the trick. Absolutely. But I was thinking about that today and I was, um, and I reckon it's almost controlling it's the trick. Yes, yeah. That yeah. came in the breath work today. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I like a good breath work session. And I reckon guys don't, don't, attach happiness to money no. i think that's uh that would be a good lesson out of this one absolutely i agree don't yeah. attach happiness to money it's not always about the money no and you know it's all about your internal work rather than yeah. money but money certainly makes it easier it's fun yes absolutely so now go out there uh enjoy your money and <laughs> you know happiness create those experiences yeah. Right. And next time you spend your money or you get money back, like, you know, the next sale that comes in, really think about what emotions do you have attached to it? Yeah, 100%. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next episode of the Mark and Billy show. No, Mark and Paulina show. <laughs> <laughs> we should the Paulina get, and Mark show. The Paulina and Mark should show. should have said it the right way the first time. Yeah, the Paulina and Mark show right out of the line. Yeah. yeah. See you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the From Hustle to Wealthy podcast. We hope you found value in today's session and are one step closer to achieving your financial endgame. Remember, when it comes to building your portfolio, your wealth, none of us is advice, not even general in nature. If you would like to seek specific advice to your personal circumstances, we urge you to speak to a licensed financial professional. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe and leave a comment. Your feedback helps us create content that serves you better. Tune in for the next episode.